Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today, a simple equation for performance, explored, of course, from the perspective of the three principles of thought, consciousness, and the universal mind, universal intelligence, and so much nicer, I think, to explore performance from this perspective than from the general, generally held view of performance. Like, it looks like a lot of hard work, doesn't it, performance? No matter what aspect of life you are in, it looks like in order to excel, to perform well in that um, world that you live in, whether it's your work, whether it's some sport, whether it's music, whether it's Act actual performing, acting, or whatever it is, it really does look like a lot of hard work to achieve what we might want to achieve in whatever realm we're exploring. And that can lead us down a path of hard work. Now, I am not at all condemning hard work uh, or putting some effort in like i'm i'm i work very hard <laughs> although i'll be honest and say that none of it feels hard anymore it really doesn't it used to but it doesn't feel it doesn't feel hard anymore i find that i'm in this place of flow much of the time and that the things i decide to do to create to produce to put out there seem to come from this space it's a nice space and nothing much I do now feels uncomfortable. Like I don't feel like I have to force myself to do things, which is nice. So performance can look like a lot of hard work. It can look like it's change as well can be part of it, can't it? Because I think, you know, if we, we think we're not doing okay in some aspects of life, it feels like we've got to change ourselves um, sometimes quite dramatically. Like for me, that performance piece was around trying to be more productive. I'm just very aware I have quite a tickle up my nose right now and I'm contemplating whether I need to sneeze or not and whether I need to mute the mic while I do that so you don't all get an explosive noise in your ears. But I think it's just going to itch itself away. Um, so for me, performance was definitely focused on productivity. Like I felt I was underperforming in terms of motivation, getting enough done, not procrastinating, that kind of thing. And and I remember having thoughts about that way, way before I started my own business. I remember, I remember definitely calling myself lazy in my head. I had a 
a story about me being lazy. And if you'd, if you'd stood by me for one day watching my crazy life at the point in which I thought I was lazy, you would have gone, goodness gracious, there's not a lazy person there. Like when I look back now, I was doing so much, you know, managing, especially when the kids were very little, you know, managing a, a young family, a full-time job. Bless my ex-husband, he wasn't perhaps... Um, able, I now see it as able, it wasn't deliberate, able to support me on my mission because I was on a mission. He perhaps wasn't on the bus with me. <laughs> it wasn't his fault. It was me. I was very much on a mission to be, I don't know, to be somewhere in life that wasn't where I was then. And I tried a lot of things to overcome my issues with performance, um, looking outside of me for the answers, looking into books and looking into strategies and tools and techniques and looking into the past to try and to try and resolve my performance issues um and and I, ne I guess it's it's only recently I've come across this particular equation that I'm going to share with you today a couple of times um more recently in um John Whitmore's book uh, coaching for performance I think it's called but I previously heard it from Jamie Smart I think in clarity possibly in results one of his books and um and it's but it's really got I'm really seeing that in a a new light is why I'm here um sharing that with you today that I really am now seeing that in a different in a different way so when we're looking outside of us, what, what we're doing really is creating more noise in our system. Because if we're encouraging ourselves to take on tools or techniques or practical ways in which to make ourselves perform better, then we, we are getting this system to be, you know, our, our psychological system to be noisier and noisier and noisier in that in that seeking of um making ourselves better now here's the equation because i think before i say any more it's important to share the equation so the equation is performance equals potential minus interference so let's just so we've talked a bit already about performance we we want to just do better in life don't we a lot of the time and, and that's okay it's okay to be aspirational it's okay to want to do better it's okay to want to do well in our business. Nothing wrong with any of that. The trouble is that we're trying to address that by looking for the answers outside of us. And that's never going to be the answer. It, it isn't. Um, and our potential, which is the, you know, performance equals potential minus interference. Our potential is so much more than we think it is. And, and notice the word think is there. because. Our thoughts create a concept of us that does not even closely touch our potential because our potential is infinite. So the great thing and the tricky thing about this is that I'm talking here about something that you will never experience. You will never reach your full potential. It's, it's an absolute... An, it's a thing that isn't it that people say you reach your full potential well your potential is is the energy of the universe is the aliveness of of nature is you know 
you're potentially the fact that your body does all these things without you interfering with it at all, like breathing and heart beating and blood flowing around your body and your food being digested in your stomach. All these things are happening in nature that you don't have to have anything to do with. The, this massive planet we're sitting on is going round the sun. Like, what the heck? <laughs> it's just like, it, it's, it's amazing, you know, and it's spinning at the same time, <laughs> which you're not doing. Like, it's realising that that energy, that potential is inside you. And thinking back to when you were a very small person, a baby or a, a toddler or whatever, realising that that's when you were probably most connected to your potential. And you'll see that if you spend any time with a baby. They're not held back by anything, are they? They just don't care. They, you know, you have to have eyes. Once they're moving, you have to have eyes in the back of your head because they don't look at a thing to climb and think, oh, well, not really sure whether I can do that. Or, you know, I'm not sure whether I'm capable or, you know, are my arms and legs long enough? Or <laughs> They just don't do that. They just, they just go. They just go for it, don't they? And that can mean, you know, you do have to have eyes in the back of your head. And I didn't so much with my daughter, but I did with my son, <laughs> who, um, yeah, who was, um, yeah, was much more adventurous, I think. My daughter was just a happy little thing who wasn't really bothered for any of that, really, because she was just very content, whereas he was quite frustrated and wanted to climb and go up things. Um, but they're but they're none of them they're not held back by any of that, are they? They're not held back by interference. Now, the outside in concept of interference is other people and circumstances and and my past and who I am and all these other things that 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 are outside that they're, they're not they're not. Pretend the only thing that's in the way of you performing for you for your performance to equal your potential is thought. Now you might be thinking, well, what about physical stuff? And if I'm I'm not going to be a like I'm not going to be an Olympic swimmer. Uh, although who knows, maybe if I did want to be one and I worked really hard, maybe I could be. Um, probably in the the OAPs section of the Olympics these days, but but who knows? Maybe I could have been an Olympic swimmer if I'd really put a lot of effort into swimming, but I didn't. Wasn't interested in swimming. Um, but but so you might say, well, there's physical aspects to something. Yes, there is. But I, I'm listening to this book at the moment. This uh, coaching performance by John Whitmore, and I'm really enjoying him talking about how you know. Yes, if you're a sports person, because he he was a racing driver and his connections are, are a lot with sport, he, you know, yes, there's some physical capability in any sport, but actually the psychological aspects, what they would call the mindset, is is actually so much more important because really if you think about it, interference gets in the way of your training regime, it gets in the way of your eating properly. If we're talking about performance on a physical in the physical realm, then all of that interference does get in the way of you doing the right things at the right time to ensure your physical performance. So it's all interconnected. But ultimately, the interference is thought. And I was talking to a client about this recently and, and saying that 
All, all we need to do is start to become aware of that interference, just to notice it, just to notice that, you know, when you get an instinct about something, but then the interference comes in, doesn't it, and tries to cover over that. I, I'm really starting to notice that. Like this morning, I, I'd received an email um, from somebody who keeps asking for help with something <laughs> and um, I've offered them some time with me that's paid and um, this morning I repeated that offer because I'm not willing to keep on giving them more and more and more advice by email. It's not helpful anyway because it's very difficult to explain by email what I'm trying to explain but also I'm not doing that anymore, you know. It's my time and it's precious. And, you know, I had the initial thought to say, you know, you just need to offer us some time. Um, and the thoughts came in to not do that, but I just ignored them and I did it. So the interference was ignored. And really, that's that's really all it is. It's awareness. It's noticing what's getting in the way and then ignoring it. <laughs> like I know that sounds like a doing but as we change our relationship with our thoughts as we start to see that they're not personal they just happen to be there because they just happen to be what you've learned your thinking doesn't know what you're capable of I keep saying that time and time again your thinking does not know what you're capable of you are so much more than your thinking that's the interference. So remember this equation, your performance equals potential minus interference. And the less you are involved in the interference, even in trying to change it, you don't need to do that either, the more connected you'll be to your potential. As I say, I'm not sure you can ever really fully reveal it because it's infinite, but you can get closer and closer. And that's a great space to live life from, I think. Getting curious about how close you can get to your potential. How cool is that? So take care. Lots of love and I hope you found that helpful. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.